Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. What is up, my CEOs? Oh my goodness. Welcome to another episode of She's Doing Big Things. This is episode 24, the four daily activities that help me create three six-figure businesses across three industries. Whew, this is going to be a doozy. Are you ready? Are you strapped in? You buckled up? You ready for a ride? All right, y'all. So it's me. I'm back, and I am putting out another solo episode after a good little run of getting to share these airwaves with some of the most amazing women. I will tell you, one of my very favorite things that I get to do within this podcast is hand-selecting the women who I have on as guests and then collaborating with them as to what would best serve both of our audiences. I think it's really important in business and in life to truly establish and maintain those mutually symbiotic relationships, right? Like nobody wants the takers all the time. We want to give to each other. And I think that's such an amazing experience within a business capsule. So when someone gives to me for me or for the betterment of my business or situation, I vow to pay those mementos forward. So I want to give a quick shout out to Wayno2020, who I'm quite sure is my dad, for his review of this podcast. So y'all, I don't care if you're my best friend or a perfect stranger. To me, I love all support anyone who takes time to uplift this podcast and give to something that I hold so dear as I create and put my voice and words out into the world in a totally free platform for women to receive and grow with. So today, especially, I am so thankful to have parents who in my best days are there to support me in this endeavor, who are always there to show up for me and lend an ear and lend a shoulder and lend a snot rag when I need to cry or when I'm having a down day. But they always show up for my lives, they comment on my posts, they even leave reviews on my podcast apparently. So how easy is it to forget about the ones who quote unquote should when we wish we had more of those who quote unquote would? right? When in reality, we all have a choice, even my parents, to show up for me. And I love that I have people who choose to do so for me and for my audience. Because I don't know if they know it or if you know it, but I know that leaving a review is as much for me as it is for the people listening. So thank you, dear daddy. You have always been my biggest cheerleader, one of my biggest supporters. So congratulations on your $25 gift card for your review in January because you were the 
winner, winner, chicken dinner, and I love you so much. So, you can check out what he said and leave your own review on iTunes by scrolling to the bottom of the page on your phone and clicking leave review. And I want to remind you, what helps me also helps you. Because you will be entered to win for $25 in the month of February. Hell, maybe next month it'll be my mom. I don't know. I don't know if she's left a review or not. So, okay, y'all. I am feeling all the feels, and I'm getting a bit mushy this morning. Maybe it's that time of the month, or maybe I'm just a mushy person. Either way, there's no amazing way to segue between like, I love you, Dad. Okay, let's get down to business. (laughs) So let's just dive into this tactical episode, shall we? So here's the truth of it. So if you're a busy gal and you're wondering how the hell, because I know a lot of you out there are still working your jobs or you're multi-passionate or you're juggling a bunch of kids in tow, how you're going to get it all done, right? Like, where do you even start? What's most important? What actually moves the needle forward? Yep, I totally get that. So this episode is here to answer those questions, give you focus, and allow you to adapt what I'm about to go over into your extra 20 minutes a day or your extra four hours. Personally, I admit I'm a little Gary V about it all. I like to hustle. I actually love the productivity of a clear path that I can bulldoze my way through and create six to 16 hour workdays. Like I don't mind that, I really do thrive in that. However, that's me and I know that not everyone has that ability and that desire. So what works for you? Whatever works for your schedule, I want you to ask yourself before we begin, I want you to ask this question. If I'm able to put in less time now or whatever time I want to give to receive more time in the future in the form of freedom, am I willing to simply be consistent and show up for that amount of time every single working day? Every one of them. All of them. All of the self-assigned working days. Are you ready to show up for those? Because here's the thing, doll. You can't show up on Monday and then Friday and then three weeks from Tuesday and expect the universe to deliver consistent income or consistent business. You see, the universe matches like with like. You will never receive that which you are not ready for, equipped for, or you haven't given energy to, period. You get to show up and the universe will show up in return. So when you show up in a consistent manner, you not only tell the universe that you're ready for what's to come and what you're asking for, but you also prove to yourself and your audience that you're in it for the long haul and you're going to be the rarity, the one who keeps going and who continually shows up, who never lets them down. So if the answer is yes, like hell yes, then listen on, chick. If the answer is no, then I highly suggest that you accept your place in the world of people who don't show up for themselves or their dream. I don't say that to be mean. I say that to be real. Because quite frankly, I don't have time for that. And you don't need to waste your time listening to this laid out plan I'm going to deliver for consistent and compounding growth. 
If you're already undecided as to whether to do it, then go dive into some self-care and move the needle in other ways in your life. Better your relationship, better your parenting skills, whatever it is for you. But this episode is for the in-it-to-win-it gal, the one whose vision is like Arnold Strong and whose long game is even stronger. So now that we have built that question up and we've solidified your answer and you know your answer and I know I have some devout doers and get shit done kind of ladies listening in, let's dive in. The first thing I want you to do is decide on the consistency of your month and your week. I'll tell you this episode, you might want a pen and paper. You might want to listen to it again. One way or another, you're going to work through some stuff. So the first thing, again, I want you to do is decide on the consistency of your month and your week. So write down what you have consistently that you put out into the world or what you want to do monthly. These are often like larger tasks and items that you're not able to do weekly. These might be things like releasing a workbook or putting out a long article or submitting an article to a publication or solidifying a speaking engagement, or planning a large event, or maybe a large-scale collaboration that you want to establish. But what do you want to do monthly? So write it down. And now every single month, that becomes a part of your routine on week one. Hear me out. Week one. Why week one? Because the beginning of the month, based on human psyche and habitual actions, is a time of refresh and restart. So you're more likely to tackle a bigger project with ingenuity and excitement at the beginning of the month than the middle or the end. So put your monthly task into week one when we get to the planning portion. Now, If you're planning in March for something the first week of April, let's say, then the same rule goes. Put it in week one of March, not in April. Not only will you feel really freaking good having it ready so far out, but you'll also get it done with so much more vigor at the beginning of March than the beginning of April when it's like due to be done and now you're having to shortcut and scrimp and do it half-assed. So plan ahead. I promise you, getting into this habit will free up so much brain space and you will get so much more done with a free mind. Okay, so the next step. The next step is to plan your week. So we just planned your month. Let's go into your week. So we work month to month, week to week, and day to day as humans since we've decided that these timelines are set and they matter, right? So we worked out month to month because we can often feel overwhelmed at looking at an entire month, right? So we do that first. We eat the big piece first, and then we take the little bites afterwards, So breaking it down into the week will get more organized as a smaller unit of time. So now plan where and when you're going to show up weekly. For instance, this may look like I show up on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to work my business. So there's your time that you're going to show up, the when. And then it may be decided that where you want to show up may look like I post one time on those days to Facebook, Instagram, and 
and LinkedIn. Then I send out an email on those days to my subscriber list. And I write one blog on Wednesday that I promote on another email and one extra post on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. I don't know. Did that sound confusing? Write it down. So whatever you want to actually create, how do you create it if you don't know and you don't have it planned? So this sounds like a solid plan to me, girlfriend. Like you got it. You got a when. You got a what. So now let's take a second to notice that she isn't going to extremes, this person who just did this. Now, I follow women on social media who post two to five times per day and release content weekly and blog three times per week and email two times per week. And it seems like a lot. And I assure you, they probably have a system behind it or a rationalization behind it. But I think you should always accept where you are and start there because I bet that they are full time in their businesses or they have a team helping them. So if you're in the position to do or have neither of those, then I want you to simply do what works for your schedule and stop comparing your situation to a story that your paragraph doesn't even fit into. So just stay in your lane, love bugs. All right. So now that we know where we're going to show up and when weekly, now let's dive into what you actually do on a day-to-day basis when you have decided that you're working, you're on the clock, and you're getting it done. So what is this quote-unquote it? This is the hardest part for so many, so I want to really lay this out in a simplified way. The content portion, the what you fill your time with, it is matters. So I call this the four-part profit system to compounding success. Say that 10 times fast, right? So who's in it for something simple that creates a massive impact over time? I don't know about you, but I am raising my hand and waving it around like a lone island rescuee. Like, save me, save me. Yes, me, me, me. All right, so on a daily basis, I want you to decide how much time you have. So if you decided on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like the previous example, how much time do you have on those days to work on your business? Is it 20 minutes? Is it four hours? Is it somewhere in between? Are you a hustler like me and you're like, shoot for the moon, girl, I got 10 hours. Great, whatever it is. So for this example, I'm gonna use four hours because I truly believe that you can build your business utilizing four hours or less of work per day. Do I always adhere to this? Hell to the no. I explained to you, I'm a hustler, baby, in every sense of the word. But you can if this is the schedule that you want to adhere to. So how long will this take, right? Let's talk about a timeline. Now, that part I can't tell you. I don't have a magic ball. I am not a wizard. There is no fairy dust that I can expel onto you to make this happen faster. But I do know that these four activities over the span of time will create massive success. The rest is literally up to you in the universe. So let's start with the four quadrants of activities. They are, in any order, consumption, creation, connection, collaboration. I'm going to say that again. Consumption, creation, connection, collaboration. The four C's to cash flow. So let's start with consumption. This one is more than its title. 
It's the barrier between your brain and the negative, overstimulated, overly comparative, way overly complicated world outside. This is the place where you build a barricade and decide what you want to keep in and allow in. This is your positivity and creativity bubble. Now, remember, as I mentioned in episode 20, entitled Consumption versus Creation and Why Some Are Passing You By in Income and Impact, this is not the quadrant to get stuck in. This is some simple research. This is a place of empowerment. This is a stable, positive source in your life. This is knowledge and growth and all things good, but this is not where you stay. This is not where you dive into the straitjacket of analysis paralysis and never move forward in the thought that there is still more you need to know or more that you need to have before you can go out into the world and do or offer or create. You, my dear little smarty pants, you know so much. You already have so many tools bottled up inside of you waiting to bubble over and help so many. So do not stay here as a place of like, oh, I need to consume all of the things to learn all of the things so that I can be worthy to present all of my things. No, no love. Okay. So I need us to come to an agreement about what purpose this quadrant serves. This is a place of personal development. This is not a portal to perfection. Can I get a yes, Alicia? Raise your right hand. Yes, Alicia. Thank you. Okay, so this may look like listening to a podcast. And by listening, I mean really being in a state to absorb and grow. This doesn't mean multitasking your grocery shopping while retaining one sentence from the podcast projecting through your earbuds as you roll down aisle five. This is true time spent in consumption. This may also mean reading a book or journaling from a book or doing a workbook or learning from a webinar or taking a module from a course or hopping on a market research call to gather information or it may mean watching a documentary or speaking with a mentor. Whatever it is, plan it as one quarter, one fourth of the time you have allotted to your workday. This is part one of the four part profit system to compounding success. Now, this brings me to the second, which is creation. This seems like the place where you would want to spend the majority of your time, right? Like, it's fun. Who doesn't love creating things? This is where you might be doing so now. This is where you might be spending the majority of your time right now. But if you are, you're probably asking yourself this question. I am doing so much, so why am I not making as much as I'm doing? Yeah. So what I know to be true is that if you don't protect your brain and do the work to grow, to push past limiting beliefs, to fill up with positivity, to get inspired, to get empowered, then the creation portion is far less fruitful than when you do. And here's the other side of it. If you are not utilizing the third and fourth quadrant and you're just doing creation, you're in creation mode, you're spending the majority of your time there, you are missing half of the equation to make triple the money, double the money, 10 times the money, whatever. You will make more, you will have more, you will be more, you will impact more. So keep on listening, girlfriend. 
So imagine your confused, negative, stressed out, disempowered brain writing a post about money mindset. Can you imagine what you would write from that place rather than the place of vision and belief and positivity? So that is where we begin to tie together these quadrants. Quadrant one equates to better quadrant two. Okay. So in creation, this is where you actually create the content. So above, we said that we're going to post one time on those days to Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, then send out an email on those days to the subscriber list and write one blog on Monday and promote it on another email and one extra post on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, right? That's a lot to say, but if you write it out and you draw it out, it's really actually uncomplicated. So how exactly do you get all of this done in the one hour allotted to this? Remember, I'm using a four-hour example. So that is actually a great question and one that is posed every day. So my answer to that is batching. So you take one topic that pertains to your niche or to one pain point from your ideal client and you create content that specifically touches on that or solves that. For instance, if I was a weight loss coach, this week I might focus on feeling sexy in your clothes again as their pain point and I would create stories of when I didn't and now I do and then I would take them through that transformation using my process. So since this is your area of expertise, you're probably able to create these items pretty quickly. Now, word of advice and a tidbit of help. Take the longest item on your list, like the the thing that takes you the most time to create, like a blog or a YouTube video or a podcast episode and do it first. Because then you can break that one item into many parts and use each part as a portion of your other items. That way you created one long item in your one hour on Monday. So now you have posts from it as well for Monday. And then on Wednesday, you have posts and an email about it and an article for LinkedIn all from one blog. Does that make sense? Cool. Okay, so think about that. You really spent one hour creating content for three days around one topic that over that week of content makes you appear to be an expert in such. That is where the trust factor comes in. Because in order to sell to people, they have to trust you, right? So that's creation. Now let's talk about the third quadrant, which is collaboration. So I know this to be true. Two brains are better than one, and so are two audiences. Yeah. So I just made that up, but I'm thinking it's like my new slogan now. Because when you collaborate with another person, not only do you get to create something that you might not have been able to put together with just your knowledge and expertise and set of experiences, but you also get to utilize their audience, spread into their network, and gain a wider net of people to connect with as well. Right? Like, holy crap, for those of you who've been asking, how do I reach more people? So this may look like being on a podcast, blogging for somebody else, being a guest on a live, being a guest expert in someone else's group, maybe hopping on somebody else's webinar, or being a bonus speaker in someone else's course, or help maybe an in-person speaker at their retreat or summit or VIP event. There are so many ways to collaborate. And ladies, I want to invite you to do some more of that because it feels really good 
and it's just plain effective. Okay, so we are on to the very last quadrant. And let me tell you, it's the place where most of y'all spend the least time and you need to be the most consistent in. Yeah, you guessed it. It is connection. And I'll be really honest with you. This coming from a girl who literally said to her coach once, ugh, but connecting with people is so exhausting. Yeah. (laughs) I did that. And then I quickly realized it was only exhausting because I thought it was and I wasn't truly interested and inquisitive in my approach. Like it was all about me, basically. So the very best way to connect with others and get to know them is to seriously want to know them and to believe in the efficacy of connecting with people. And the best way to know them is to ask a lot of questions. So when I started practicing this, I started really seeing women open up, really get vulnerable, get real, and also really start to trust me. And here's the thing. No one cares what you know until they know that you care. And the best way to show that you care is to actually care about them, about what makes them tick, about where they're at, where they're struggling, and then how you can help them. Once they truly trust you, they'll also be more open to know you and then to love you. And that no love trust factor is gold. That is where the magic happens. So lady loves, As I wrap this up, here are the key points that I really want you to take away from this episode. Number one, scheduling your month and week is important for consistency. Number two, consistency is how you prove trust that you will show up both for you and for them. Number three, the four C's to show up conquer and divide so that you are doing all of them on the days that you've nominated as work days so that your day is organized and consistent as well. Number four, consumption. Only consume that which you need and that which inspires you and that which keeps you positive. Everything else you have as a skill set, so go out and use your skill set. Number five, creation. Create from a place of inspiration and positivity created by number four, which was consumption. So creating the things that light you up, that inspire you, will probably also inspire others. And having a system to do that by creating one large item to break it down into several smaller items saves you time and energy and creates an expertise. Number six, collaboration. Two brains are better than one, and so are two audiences. Casting a net into another person's audience is like going to another person's birthday party. You're going to make new friends. You're going to meet new people. You're going to have new experiences. And you're also going to get to celebrate a new group into your life. Number seven, connection. Connecting with people is the lifeline, the bloodline of your business. If you are not connecting with people and you're sitting in a dark basement typing away on a computer, you might as well be a back-end sex star on a webcast, 
right? Because you're not actually doing anything. You're not actually giving anything to the world. You're just putting your shit out there and asking people to show up and watch it. So number eight, we make the most of our time or we waste our time. You get to decide which way it goes for you. This system is literally gold if you use it. So I would love to know when you do how it came through for you in your business and in your life. Like how did it show up for you and how did you show up for it? So here's the last thing that I will say from having grown to 600K in MLM to having built a six-figure health coaching business to a six-figure healthcare services LLC. I want to always remind people that it takes time to create momentum. And it often takes a consistent 90 days to move into momentum. It often takes an inconsistent 90 days to kill it. So this lends to the question that I often get, what if I'm sick and need to miss a day? Or what if I need to take a few personal days to figure my shit out? And to that, I'll say, take your days. Just like one bad meal doesn't make you fat, one healthy meal doesn't make you skinny. It's not in the one action that you take. It's in the compounding effect of one action that will make or break you. So with that, my darlings, my dears, I feel like I hit some people hard. You might feel a little socked in the gut after this one. And my suggestion is ice cream. I don't know. For some reason, it seems to make everything better for me. So CEOs, the leadership you want, the structure you crave, the ability to walk away into the arms of freedom from your business at some point all lies on the other side of creating a system that allows you to have all of that and be all of that. So as always, I invite you to go out into the world, go bigger, systematize it all, organize your tasks, make bank, and thus live so much freaking freer. Love you all. Until next week. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.